The fourth annual Throner Awards are sponsored in part by True Car. In order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need pricing contacts. That's information that empowers you to feel confident. With True Car, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car that you want. And from there, you can connect with a local certified True Car dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. True Car is going to show you what other people in your area paid for the car that you want. Now you can know what a fair price is so you can feel confident. No need to feel like you need to take out extra money from the Iron Bank of Bravos. True Car users save an average of over $3,000 off of MSRP. Once you register with True Car, you'll see real pricing on actual inventory. That's competitive pricing offered to you only by a True Car certified dealer for an actual vehicle that's on their lot. It's pricing that you'll see before you go to the dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. And with True Car, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick and easy car buying experience. True Car customers are also more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers. So when you're ready to buy that new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. The Game of Thrones season is over, but we are just getting started at the fourth annual Throner Awards for Achievement in Game of Thrones. And now, here are your hosts this evening. I'm Rob Sesternino, alongside John Reed, and also the president of the Academy for the Throners, Josh Wiggler. Yes, it's time for the Throners. It's the best show of the year. It's time for the Throners. I don't have anything else to say here. This is the only song you'll hear in this year's Throners. But it's a pretty good song, a decent intro. And now let's talk about Westeros. Yes, Joshua, well done. Well done, uh, as always. Uh, John Reed, how are you doing? Are you more comfortable in your tuxedo than I am in mine? I'm great. I feel like a seat filler that's been uh, promoted to presenting at this awards right now. So I'm I'm very happy to be here. If you have not heard uh, John Reed earlier this season over on Rob has a podcast, we did the Game of Thrones Survivor that uh, that he is from the Neurotic podcast and a big super fan, uh, super duper fan even of the Game of Thrones and very excited to have him here for the award show. Yeah, Yay. very appropriate to have John here. This is going to be the most neurotic podcast of uh, of the Game of Thrones podcasting season. So that, to have you here is a, is a true blessing, John. Oh, uh, thank you. We actually uh, did a speculation podcast for the last donors, and I actually got invited to this one. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why do you See? think you're here? Why do you think yeah. you're here? You know, <laughs> you, you just have to like you know do some like marketing for the Throners, and then we're obviously going to hook you up with an invite. This is just a good note for future uh, Throners attendees. There's only one more Throners in the future too, so uh, better start. You planning don't know now. that we were not going to do Throners for the prequels. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> The pre-throners. I don't know what you want to call that. Speaking of the pre-throners, next week we begin a major journey down uh, the King's Road all the way back to the beginning. We are going to have the green site working and we are going all the way back to episode number one, Josh, as we kick off our Game of Thrones rewatch. Yes, winter was here. It's happening. I'm very, very excited about that. Haven't gone back yet and watched that first episode 
that is on my to-do list this weekend. And I'm amped, man. I think it's going to be really, really fun. I think that this is going to be a great podcast. And the more that I think about it, I think it does make sense to have some element of it that is going to be new user friendly. Yes. But just, just a sliver, just a sliver, just a touch. And then it's going to be really, really cool to like talk about Arya Stark when she wasn't like a crazy murderer, you know, <laughs> to like, yeah. you know, think about the days when all of these characters were just like lesser versions of who they become and in some cases are alive and they are very much not as we are talking about them through the seventh season of the show. So going to be a really, really fun podcast. Can't wait. John, how much time should we dedicate for the new listeners in our Game of Thrones rewatch? You should dedicate quite a bit of time. Quite like, a bit of time. Yeah, okay. Quite so. a bit of time. Wow. What were you thinking? I'm, I'm thinking like seven minutes. Yeah, seven? I think so. seven minutes is a great because they're going to want to go and watch the next episode. They're not going to stop down and listen to an hour long podcast. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. I I like to have everything on in the background. So yeah, no, I don't. I think you should be. I think you should be uh, very entry level for those new viewers and new listeners. Yeah, I think that. Let us know in the comments because I think that most of our listeners are going to be people that have already seen it and want to go back and re-listen. So, so you're going to be spoilerific the whole time. No, we'll, after a certain point, we'll have a <laughs> we'll have a taboo buzzer, and we uh, when you hear this sound. Or- then you know that the spoilers Ooh, are coming. I love, I love you, RTB, but like, I don't know. That's that's going to be every single one, every single podcast. <laughs> one time, that's going to put you over the edge? We're going to have to blow like the, you know, three horns for spoilers or something like that. We'll you know, figure we gotta, it out. We'll figure we it out. we got to do a Night's Watch rules. It's going to be okay. great. Gonna be All right. So that's what's coming up. That will be kicking off next week. So be on the lookout for that. So what are we looking at? The 12th for that show, Josh? The first Aiming episode? The 12th. Okay. September 12th. Tuesdays will be the sweet spot. And you can get your feedback and voicemails into us. GOT at postshowrecaps.com. Just put the episode title in the subject line so that we can answer your old Game of Thrones questions as we go through our rewatch. But of course, you can subscribe uh, postshowrecaps.com slash GOT iTunes. So let's get to the task at the hand of the king and <laughs> we will get into the Throner Awards. How many awards uh, do we have to give away tonight, John? We've got 14 awards to give away tonight, Rob. Wow, 14. Wow. I'm I'm really stoked about this, guys. Uh you know, usually I am the maester of ceremonies here at the Throners, or Samuel Tarley is rather the famous DJ Sammy Slayer. And unfortunately, Samuel Tarley has come down with a case of laryngitis. And so his singing voice is just not altogether there. So he can't sing this season. But usually I'm the guy who knows the results going into these shows. I have no idea what's about to happen. I'm about to get red wedding potentially. Yeah, it's possible. One note that I'd like to make for all of the recipients of the Throner Awards. One thing that I would like to just make sure that we're all on the same page on. We have a lot of different people that listen to this podcast. I'm hoping that we can keep the political commentary in the acceptance speeches to a minimum. I would hope that we can avoid any sort of references to hashtag not my queen and Cersei is, you know, illegitimate. And, uh, you know, she's she's colluding with all these foreign powers that that's no place for that here. Hashtag twincest. None of that. Yeah. No, no, please. No political commentary. We are here as a united seven kingdoms. I already bent the knee to Daenerys. <laughs> oh! <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. 
Uh, Morgan? I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Morgan. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. So where are we going to start, John? That's a good question. We are starting with the Blackwater Award for the best fight and or battle scene in this season of Game of Thrones. Do you want to hear the oh, nominees, guys? Wow. So this is going, we're starting with a, with like a truly contentious one. Like this is, if we're going to fight about awards, we could start fighting right now with the fight award. Okay. Best fight of the year. The nominees are whom? The nominees are Brienne versus Arya in The Spoils of War. Euron sacks Yara's fleet in Stormborn. The Ice Zombie Bear versus the Magnificent Seven in Beyond the Wall. John and Company versus the Night King in Beyond the Wall. Grey Worm and the Unsullied take Casterly Rock in The Queen's Justice. And the Loot Train battle in The Spoils of War. What do you think of John's announcer voice, Josh? I like John's announcer voice. I think it's I think it's good. I am a fan of John's announcer voice. All right, we got to start thinking here. Uh, we got to start. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not used to the prediction game. This is great. Uh, got to be Grey Worm, right? Like it's got to be Grey Worm in the Unsullied, just sacking Casterly Rock. That's definitely a scene that we talked about all season long. Hey, enough about Grey Worm's sack. Okay, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> it did not oh, get zero sack of Casterly okay. Rock. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, what are you thinking, Rob? What? Where's your head at with this? I know where I'm at. Uh, to me, I feel like that the loot train battle was, I think, uh, th- th- I feel like that that delivered and then people were really excited about that episode and that scene. I feel like that that was, uh, I mean, visually, perhaps uh, we saw John and Company versus the Night King. That was a bigger spectacle. But I just feel like that from the pure enjoyment perspective, I think people love the loot train. Here's the thing, too, is like, yeah, the beyond the wall battle scene was the fulfillment of the promise of the prince that was promised. It was the fulfillment of the promise of ice versus fire. Like that was dragon versus white Walker action for the first time ever. And that was really, really awesome to behold. But that being said, I don't think people loved the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when I did my rankings of the season seven episodes for THR, I put this as uh, I put beyond the wall as the second weakest of the year. Uh, and I do think that there's just like a little bit of a stigma against this one. I think that this is like widely considered or, you know, pretty widely considered the weakest penultimate episode of Game of Thrones we've ever had. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I wonder if that would rub off on the battle, even though the battle itself was awesome. And I do think like you get some like really momentous, iconic dragon stuff in the spoil of war battle which i think that episode is the best episode of the season um i think i'm gonna go with the with the loot train battle i think the loot train battle is gonna loot pull train ahead. has branding also yeah it does it does what did we end up calling the the battle of the the lake of ice like Something where did we like where that. did yeah where did we land with that where did we land with that so yeah i think just for branding purposes like that also gives the loot train battle its edge uh so the top two you guys are looking at right now are the loot train battle and the john and company versus the night king is that what i'm hearing uh, yes, but I think we're both yeah. on the same page in terms of the loot train. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to commit. I'm ready to bend the knee to the loot train. And the award goes to the loot train battle yes. with 69.82% of the votes. Wow. wow. Yeah, it wasn't wow. even close. The John and Company did come in second and rounding out third is Brienne versus Arya in the Spoils of War. Now, wow. in, in an alternate universe where DJ Sammy Slayer had been up to creating songs to announce the winners of the Game of Thrones Throners categories, this would be Drops of Drogon by Loot Train, I think, <laughs> is, uh, 
is what we would be listening to right now. If anyone wants to go out and, and make that happen. <laughs> make it happen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who's accepting the award for Loot Train? You know, I think that Jamie and Bron were really uh, feeling like they were going to be able to just like come up to the stage and accept this award. And then Daenerys flew in on her dragon and the Dothraki came in and there was really no competing with that. So I think that this is a Targaryen trophy for sure. You don't okay. think it's Dickon showing up to receive this one? <laughs> it would be appropriate. This is the Throners. <laughs> okay. Well done. Loot train battle. All right, John, what is the second award of the evening? The second award of the evening is the Two Swords Award for Best Art. On-screen duo. Well, there's a lot of these. Uh, so I'll let you guys kind of go rogue on what you think uh, is the best on-screen duo for this season. The nominees are Arya Stark and Sansa Stark, Archmaester Ebros and Samuel Tarly. Got it. Cersei <laughs> Lannister and the zombie corpse of Sir Gregor Clegane, Jon Snow and Sir Davos Seaworth, Masande and Grey Worm. Daenerys Targaryen and Tyrion Lannister. Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow. Jaime Lannister and Sir Bronn of the Blackwater. Beric Dondarrion and Thoros of Myr. And Sansa Stark and Littlefinger. Okay. We got a lot of people on social media wanting to know, where is Tormund Giants Bane and the Hound? People Ooh. were wanted to vote for that. We got a snub. Our first Throner <laughs> snub. Oh, man. Yeah, I would have voted for that if that had been an option. Yeah, we swing and a miss with that gigantic Gendry hammer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just completely whiffed on that. Their scene in Beyond the Wall was truly one of the most enjoyable scenes, not just this season, but just generally on Game of Thrones. The whole, you are the one they call the dog, is still just like one of my favorite things that's ever been uttered on Game of Thrones. So, yeah, we suck. That's on us. We lose. Honorary award to those guys. Right. And Tormund's line, you know her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, great stuff. All right, we've met. Yeah, <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking? So I don't actually think that it's uh, Sam and Maester Ebros. All due respect, um, I feel like this probably has to go to John and Daenerys, right? Like, I mean, this is the song of ice and fire we're talking about here. This is one of the most awaited pairings of characters that we've ever had in Game of Thrones lore. And not only did they meet this season, and not only did they in align the sense. this season, they met in the biblical sense. And it was incest, which is very popular on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like it's probably going to be John and Daenerys, and it's probably not going to be close. Yeah, I agree. I think it's also John and Danny, just for a lack of a better second option. We didn't really see anybody this season on one of those iconic, like, on-the-road buddy adventures for the course of the season. I think that maybe the closest we get to that is Jamie and Braun this season. I don't think anybody else really comes close. So I say by default, it's John and Danny, even though I can't say that their moments together during the season, I thought, were you know, so super amazing. It was just iconic that they were together. I thought it was iconic. I think that first meeting between them is a really, really terrific scene. And then there's there's like some great like tension between the two in the cave. Um, and then, you know, that final scene together, like, we'll never forget. We'll never forget that night. We'll never forget that Neither one. will Tyrion. No, no. It's so weird. What was he doing there? What was he doing there? Just like, leave, let them have their moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's about to have their moment, John? Who is the winner of the Two Swords Award? And the Throner goes to... Daenerys Targaryen and Jon Snow with 40% of the vote. 
40 percent yeah that's a cleanup what was the second highest the second highest is jamie lannister and sir Braun of the blackwater at 20.5 percent of the vote it was closer than i thought it was going to be yeah. actually we really have our finger on the pulse right now josh yeah we're doing really well a little finger on the pulse right little now finger the on the pulse the only one that has one um john what were some of the other top vote getters in this category yeah, so the only other one really to mention is john snow and davos at 15.8 percent everything else wow. was under 10 percent uh aria and sansa came in fourth with six percent yeah okay all right okay. that's a lot of votes for john snow and davos I wonder how that would have changed things if the Hound and Bronn, uh, or the Hound and Tormund, rather, if they had been if they had been in the mix here. Were Lady Olena and Jamie an option? No, that should have been an option too. Just from that Man. one scene. <laughs> that was a great scene, iconic scene. Yeah. Goodbye, Queen of Thorns. Okay. Hopefully, Queen of Thorns gets some justice later on in the Throners. It would be sad to send her off without any Throners left. We'll see if she's able to uh, bring home any awards. At least she'll be in the in memoriam segment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> She's going to be closing it out. <laughs> what song are they playing for this year's uh, In Memoriam's segment? Reigns of Castamere. Yeah. Traditional. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. for the, the Two Swords Award, is uh, it's like Ebony and Ivory, except it's Ice and Fire, but I haven't figured out like rhythmically, lyrically how that works. Okay. That's the song. That's the song that's playing right now in the alternate universe. <laughs> okay. So for the Red Viper Memorial Award for the best new character. Yes. The nominees are. There were not a lot of real new no. characters in season seven. Yeah. Who were like the real. I mean, like Gendry was like a newly <laughs> surfaced. Newly, yeah. An old. Uh, what is old is new again. Uh, there was that Iron Islander who got his face smashed in. Is he on the list? Hmm. No. Yeah, well, he wouldn't have won it. Anyway. The short it's list. The short list. Short also list. snubbed in this list, Dickon is not on the list. Either. Oh, he was in last season. Oh, yeah, but they recast him. Yeah. Uh, well, a different actor. we don't ha- do the award for best recasting, <laughs> right? Besides, like that would have been like only like Dario. Dario, won that exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Tommen was a recast as well. Beric Dondarrion. Yeah, that's good. He was great recasting. Uh, R.I.P. Marcella Baratheon, who was recast also yeah. along the Tommen way. was also recast. The mountain has been recast thrice. There have been three mountains. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Maybe when we go back, we'll uh, redo all the Throners. We can do like a series Throners (laughs) and that can be an award. Yeah. The Throners were here. Yeah. Uh, The nominees are Alice Carr Stark. I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Arch Maester Ebros. Ed Sheeran. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Ned Umber. (laughs) And Rhaegar Targaryen. <laughs> oh my God, Slim Pickens! Holy crap, that's it. That's all we've got. Oh we went God. through Wikipedia. <laughs> there were no new characters introduced wow. into the storyline here. What about the, the red? What about the red shirts from Beyond the Wall? You didn't They're have names. <laughs> wow, wow, we didn't know what to call them. Yeah. What about the bear, the zombie bear? Yeah, that, that I guess didn't so. Make it in? I guess yeah. so. I'm going with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I mean, well, this is a great test. This is a great moment of, like, what is the sense of humor like for the people who are voting on the Throners this year? Because if it's, like, a big sense of humor, if people have an open heart uh, and an empty stomach, then they are voting for Ed Sheeran here, uh, I think, with a with a bullet. Um, otherwise, like, if it's people who are taking Game of Thrones very seriously and are, like, really deeply invested in the lore, 
I think even though he's only in it for five seconds, I do think like the sight of seeing Rhaegar Targaryen on your screen for the very first time ever, that was really freaking legendary. Like for me, I just, I was nerding out pretty hard. Like that was the silver lining of what was otherwise like a kind of weird scene was just getting the chance to finally see that guy. So I think it could be between Ed Sheeran and Rhaegar. You're going to go with Ed Sheeran? Yeah, I'm locked in on Ed Sheeran. All right. Just to be contrarian, I'll go with Rhaegar. Uh, just just so we can you know start shaking it up a little bit and have uh, have some skin in the game here. Keep score. So I'm going to go with Rhaegar. Targaryen is going to win this one. The Throner goes to Archmaester Ebros. What? <laughs> with forty percent of the vote. With forty percent of the votes? Are you kidding me? Did we get hacked? <laughs> is that real yeah did we get hacked uh did they like hack us apart in front of cersei and the others in king's landing to prove that zombies are real because i'm dead yes. i'm dead okay that kills me well wait archmaester ebros with 40 percent 299 votes for archmaester ebros to to make 40 percent there uh with 30 percent of the vote rhaegar targaryen okay with 214 votes and in third Ed Sheeran, 25% of the vote with eight, 185. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. So we're wow. both wrong. Yes. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I mean, I love me some Jim Broadbent, but uh, Ebros was not a true bro. He was a he was a he was a bad dude. He was, you know, thankfully, it never went off the rails and like towards high sparrow territory like I catastrophized earlier on in the podcasts. But he was kind of just like a douche. No. Yeah. No, I, I am definitely not happy. Maester douche. You know, he's definitely Maester douche, that guy. Yeah. I would like to take this time to point out all of the results of the Throners are certified by the accounting firm of Tabulator and Clark. So, again, mm-hmm. a big <laughs> shout out to everybody over there at that firm uh, for that helping firm. us get our poll up. We do appreciate that. Thank you. Very good stuff, as always, Sir Kurt. Yes. Sir Ander Kurt. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. No song. I am shocked. No song for that. I you know, if, like the, if, if there was singing, life. DJ Sammy <laughs> would have, would have, uh, he would have walked off the stage. Ed Sheeran just left. Yeah, he's gone. He's out. Oh, he he's was the out. musical performance tonight. Yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. That's why there's no music. <laughs> it's all making sense. It's all starting to come together. So for the next award, we have the Red Wedding Award for Excellence in Horrible Death. Okay. Nice. Okay, cool. This is going to be fun. The nominees are Cersei gives the long good night to Tyen Sand while Illyria Sand watches. Oh, no. Randall and Dick and Tarly get roasted in Eastwatch. Jamie poisons Lady Elena in the Queen's Justice. Euron takes out Obara and Namiria Sand in Stormborn. Night's Watchmen, wildlings killed by zombie Viserion at Eastwatch in The Dragon and the Wolf. Viserion skewered with an ice javelin in Beyond the Wall. Littlefinger gets his throat slashed in The Dragon and the Wolf. Arya takes out House Frey in Dragonstone. Thoros of Mir freezes in Beyond the Wall. And Benjen Stark officially dies from the Whites in Beyond the Wall. Hmm. All right, here's my first prediction: Benjen Stark last place with a bullet. <laughs> like no, but like potential that nobody voted for Benjen Stark. It's not impossible that he went without a single vote. Can you tell us? Did Benjen Stark come in dead last? He did. Yes. <laughs> how, how many people with cast a, a vote with for Benjen Stark? Bullet. He was tied. With Thoros of Mere Freezes beyond the wall. Yeah, yes. sure, Each sure. Each with one vote. <laughs> one vote. Wow, impressed, impressed. I'm glad that, that uh, Benjamin Stark's least... mom. 
uh, <laughs> and the top knot became sentient and self-aware <laughs> and found its way onto the internet and voted for Thoros. Well, I'm glad that those guys got some love, uh, literally one little tiny bit of love each. Uh, other than that, this is a fun category, right? Like, I do think, you know, say what you will about season seven of the show, that it was like too fast or whatever. Uh, I think that there were some remarkable deaths this year and maybe not like massive main character deaths, except for, I think, a couple, um, but memorable, memorable demises. The Queen of Thorns' final scene is such a good scene. I don't think that she's a candidate here because it's just not like brutal enough. I think that she gets this moment where she gets to have the victory over Jamie, even in death. So I don't think it really is going to qualify. But this is the Red Wedding Award, and we have a scene that opens up the whole season with Arya Stark avenging the Red Wedding. So that's a contender. Uh, Of course, losing Littlefinger the way we lost Littlefinger, I think, is a serious contender as well. Viserion is probably the frontrunner for me. Uh, just because watching a dragon die was such a massive, massive moment on the show. Um, beyond that, I just think there isn't enough fondness for the Sand Snakes that they would qualify in any meaningful way. But that being said, the the way that they sent out Ilaria Sand and Tyene Sand truly was like worthy of the billing of this award. Like that was some brutal shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you thinking? Where's your head at with this? Yeah, Rob? I think it's Viserion. I think it's the uh, excellence in horrible death. I think that you want something where I feel like that little finger is people were satisfied with that death. I think that it is Viserion. I think that was the one that was the biggest gut punch. Yeah, I think when, when I did my rankings of the deaths of the season, uh, Viserion was number one. Um, so I'm going to stick with that here as well. You and I are on the same we're page the same once page. again. Let's see. Let's see if we can uh, get this uh, ship on the right track. And the throner goes to Arya takes out House Frey in Dragonstone what? with 30.8% of the votes. Yeah. Wow, wow. I'm happy about it. I keep saying that scene was an all-timer, so I'm happy about it. I'm surprised. Uh, but I mean, it is the Red Wedding Award, right? And this is the response to the Red Wedding, so it's pretty works out. Viserion came in second with 20% of the vote and Littlefinger gets his throat slashed came in third with 18. So they were almost tied between Littlefinger and Viserion. But yeah, Arya, I thought it was so early in the season. It's such an upset for me. This one, I did not expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with such a commanding lead. That is surprising, Uh, but that's great. I mean, it's a great scene. It's such a memorable scene. Uh, So I'm glad to see that that gets some love. I feel like Arya usually takes this one. Uh, (sighs) I'm, I'm pretty sure like when she, when she destroyed, Marin Trant. I remember that winning. I remember the uh, the Kill Bill alarms going off. So that's going off in my brain right now. <laughs> I'm sorry to say Arya Stark cannot be here with us tonight to accept the award. Uh, nobody knows where she is. Where is she? I don't know. Where'd she go? I'm, I'm, well, the question is, who is she wearing tonight? Yeah, who is she wearing yeah, tonight? Yeah, Arya, who are you wearing? She could be anyone or no one even. Yes. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. We'll see, we'll right, see if well, she pops up later. Congratulations, Arya. Uh, we will accept this award on your behalf. But okay. what if we are Arya? Mm-hmm. And we've accepted yeah. it on our own behalf. It could be John. Could be John. Spoiler alert. <laughs> John, are you Arya? 
And then I just slit all of your throats no. and walk out oh of the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Terrible. This is the scariest Thrunners ever. <laughs> Speaking of, we have the Ned and Cat Memorial Award for Parents of the Year. Okay. Yay. All right. I love this one. How, how many, what, what's like, were we good? Were we a high on parents this year? Were the parents good this year? There really weren't many no. people to like no. screw it up. This like, is a light category again. Light category. Quality over quantity on this one. Okay, let's let's hear who's up for it. The nominees are Daenerys Targaryen, Gilly, <laughs> Elena Tyrell, Randall Tarley, and the Night King. Wow, that's it, huh? Um, Cersei's not eligible, even though she's uh, she's pregnant. Oh yeah, that would have been good. Ah, uh, wow. Another snub. She, she, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe she like she took herself out of the running. She's like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really need this one. I don't need that heartache anymore. Right. Hmm. So, who is going to be really competitively in the mix on this? Like, people love Daenerys, but she lost a dragon this year. Yeah. Uh, I don't imagine that people are psyched about that. Yes. The, but she's a the name Night brand. King, she is. She is. But so is the Night King. The Night King is a name brand. Uh, brand. Some people think he's a name brand Stark. Yeah. Uh, you know. So there's something to be said to that. Um, I think it could be. I think it could be the Night King, or maybe this could be where Elena Terrell gets some love too. Hmm. I think it's Danny. I think that the rest is kind of unclear in terms of what they did as a parent. I think that people go with Daenerys. Danny is not in the top three. Oh. Wow. Oh man. I, All right. I'm well, way you, off. Wow. So I've got a shot here now because you just you threw out your prediction and it just got poo pooed. Yeah. It just got ice lanced pretty hard. All right. So John, can you give me the nominees again just so I can uh, uh, make a final final call here? Daenerys, Randall, yeah. Tarly, yeah, Gilly. Yeah. Elena uh -huh. and the Night King. Okay. So for me, it's between Elena and the Night King. Uh, there are, I don't think that there's going to be another real shot for the Queen of Thorns to win anything. I think the Night King is going to have a couple of other, a uh, couple of other shots at this. I'm going to go with the Queen of Thorns. I'm going to say the Queen of Thorns is going to finally win a throner here in her final eligible throners. So, in the closest race of the night, with only 3% separating all of the top three, Elena Tyrell pulls it out with 26% of the yes! vote. Yes! Yes, okay. Oh. Every queen has its thorns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well done, Josh. You sniffed wow. that one out. That she got it. Uh, that this was like a uh, lifetime achievement award. I think for her. I think so too. Like I think it's that. Yeah, it's definitely that kind of thing where like you'll never be up for this again. We're just recognizing how great you are. Somebody allowed you into this category, and we're just going to throw some awards at you. Uh, so that's fine by me. Happy to have Lady Elena represented here at the 2017 Throners. Good so for her. Lady Elena has 26% of the vote. Gilly has 25% of the vote. And the Night King comes in third with 23% of the vote. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Night King's going to have a couple other shots here. I think Night King is uh, not going to go home empty-handed tonight. He'll get a few more javelin throws in there tonight. Yes, that's right. That's totally correct. The next award is the Tywin Lannister Memorial Award for the best villain of the season. All right. See, we're talking about it already. It's time for, uh, for the Night King to get competitive again. And the nominees are Cersei Lannister, Euron Greyjoy, Littlefinger, Kyburn, and the Night King. Hmm. All right, we can take Kyburn out of this immediately. 
Get the get the maester, get Maester Kyburn out of this. Kyburn. He's not. Did, did he even get a vote, John? Did Kyburn get a single vote? Kyburn got seven votes. He is indeed. Wow, last. Mm. I'm impressed. Season seven votes, um, but dead last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So this is competitive, Rob. I'd love to get your thought process on this. Well, it has to be the Night King, right? I mean, is anybody voting for Euron Greyjoy as the? Uh, I feel like it's between the Night King, uh, Cersei, and Littlefinger. I feel like it's a three horse race. Yeah, a three dragon race. Yeah, uh, Cersei, I could see picking up some votes because that she had such a great year, bounce back year, bounce right? Back like year. really, like rode that lightning of uh, the the light of the seven into you know from season six into season seven. Like she really, that was impressive yeah. stuff. Littlefinger, I can't see winning this. I feel like there's Littlefinger fatigue. So for me, I think it's between Night King and Cersei. But don't you think that we have a situation here where, much like the Queen of Thorns, when are we going to get a Throner to Littlefinger? Like, this guy sucks at Survivor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he never gets any love over there. And he's not going to get any love at the Throners? On his final season, on his swan song season. That being said, he really did nothing this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, they really didn't let him do anything. Yeah. They just like cut his throat and that was that. Right. Unfortunately, his going away gift could be LVP later tonight. Oh my God, that would be brutal. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be terrible. That's the throner you don't want. It's yeah. a bad throner. The L is for Littlefinger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're, you're making a good case. All right. Um, all right. Cersei or the Night King? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like this might be Cersei's year. I feel like the Night King would would be a, a lock next year if Game of Thrones ends the way it ought to end. Um, like for me, it's between Cersei and Littlefinger, not Cersei and the Night King. Hmm. I, think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna split the difference between uh, you and I have Cersei in the center of our Venn diagram. So I think I'm gonna go with Cersei. I will go with the Night King just to be contrarian. Okay. The Throner goes to. Cersei Lannister. Yeah, yes! makes sense. Makes sense. Is oh Cersei going to accept this award? No. We're, we had a security threat where the whole theater was almost uh, uh, detonated with wildfire. And so Cersei, is, uh, she's uh, been suspected Persona of this action, grata. And she is not allowed at the Throners. But congratulations for winning an award, Cersei. Okay. That's great. Job well done. The villain of the season. Who knew? Villain of the season. I think that makes sense, right? I mean, she she was great. Lena Headey killed it this year. Uh, really, really fun stuff from her. And that scene, again, the Ilaria Sand scene is just so spectacular. Uh, so I'm very happy for her to win that. That's good. It wasn't even close. She had 52% of the vote. And the Whoa. second place was the Night King with 30. So there's a 20% difference between the two. Okay. Where was Littlefinger in the hunt there? Was he even in the mix? <laughs> Littlefinger was in third place with 3% of the vote. 3% wow. of the vote. Wow. Wow. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for Lord Baelish. Not a lot I'm of sympathy you're for n- him. I'm surprised you're not more upset. This is your boy. Come get your boy, They Rob. ruined him. They ruined him. Yeah. You know. Ruined. They sewed his mouth shut. Ruined. They've ruined it. That they, I don't know what they. I, I'm very interested in our rewatch in terms of seeing like how great they made Littlefinger, and then ultimately to have him go out like this. It's a sin, indeed, indeed, indeed. And now to present the Hodor Award for Excellence in Hodor, Josh Wiggler. All right, I will. I will happily present this. this. Is my favorite award of the year every year. All right, the Hodor Award for Excellence in Hodor. You guys ready to hear the nominees? Ready. All right, here we go. The first nominee. Hodor. Second nominee. Hodor? The third nominee. Hodor! The fourth nominee. Hodor? 
the fifth nominee. Hodor! The sixth nominee, Zombie Giant? The seventh nominee, Zombie Polar Bear? And the eighth nominee, Zombie Hodor? With a question mark? And that's it. Those are your nominees mm. for the Hodor Award for Excellence in Hodor, RIP with respect to One One Direction. Yeah. I thought Hold the Door was going to repeat, but another snub, I think, here. Oh, another man. snub. No Willis, no Hold the Door. Nope. Okay. All right. What are we thinking? Hodor is a favorite, I feel like. I love that we're still talking Hodor here a full season past his death. Yeah. I'm thinking zombie Hodor. Zombie Hodor? Really? I mean, I'm the one who loves that theory, but I don't know. Was that widespread enough that that caught on? Or is it just like the idea, just like seeing that in like a, a list, like is too tantalizing yeah, to ignore? Yeah, I think it's too it. tantalizing for the voters. Oh my God. All right. Well, I'll, I'll stick with the classic Hodor, just because I love saying it so much and I want it to win. And the winner of this throner is Zombie Hodor? Oh. People are into Zombie Hodor. They liked it. Okay. They liked it too much. They like it. Hopefully, Zombie Hodor will not be here to accept this award tonight. That would be terrifying. <laughs> that would uh, not be good. He's trying to get in. No one was holding the door. Filters. I don't know. Yeah, yes, don't let him in. Yes. Don't let him in. Close yeah. that door. Zom- zombie Hodor is on security. Clodor. Yeah. Clodor. Clodor. Yeah. Clodor. Clodor. <laughs> Keep him out of here. He's not on the list. Clodor. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, welcome to the to the party, Zodor. Uh good to have you here. <laughs> okay. Zodor got 30% of the vote. <laughs> the zombie polar bear got 23% of the vote. And what? you were you're right, Josh. Hodor. Hodor got 19% of the Fan vote. Fan favorite. Zombie polar bear pulled ahead of that. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm upset. I'm upset with that. All right. Not happy with that. <laughs> All right. So that's good. That's great. Good news. Halfway home in the Throner Awards, let's take a moment and thank one of our sponsors for this year's Throner Awards, and those are our friends over at Canvas People. Not sure if Canvas People has won any awards, but they should, and if they do, they should have them put up on the wall because they are the experts in that. And of course, summer is almost over. Winter is coming, but uh, in the summer gone by, people went on and had uh, so many amazing memories, vacations, weddings, barbecues. Uh, John just had his wedding. Did you know this, Josh? That's amazing. How was it, John? It was. It was incredible. Uh, we made better than Rob Stark's wedding. Uh, slightly, yes. yes. It was. There better were no than colors. Joffrey's wedding, no colors. <laughs> yeah, no colored weddings here. But we yeah. will be uh, getting large neutral up pictures on weddings. The wall, yes. So. Well, one of the things you can do, John, you spend all that money on photography. Get some of those pictures and everybody taking pictures with their phone. Get them turned into beautiful works of art with canvaspeople.com. They've got an easy-to-use photo-to-canvas service that takes your favorite pictures, turns them into beautiful artwork to enjoy every single day, not just when you're going through your phone. Nicole and I have used uh, Canvas People a lot these last few months. We really love how the pictures are coming out, especially having small kids. It's a great way to take all these photos and have them for something that you could look at for a long time. They've got a great offer right now. $0 pricing on the 11 by 14 photo canvas, which is normally $69.99 plus shipping. You can get it for $0. Just pay the shipping. It's less than $20 altogether. Everybody's going to love these gorgeous canvases. Over a million satisfied customers so far. So to get this special offer, go to canvaspeople.com. 
upload your photo, select the 11 by 14 size, and enter promo code POST in the promo code box to get that special $0 pricing. That's at canvaspeople.com, promo code POST. All right, John, what is the next award at the Throners? The next award is the Night is Dark and Full of Terrors Award for the most soul-crushingly awful moment. This is a tough one. Nice. Nice. I love this. Always, always terrible, terrible nonsense happening on Game of Thrones, and it's fun to celebrate it. Fun to celebrate it here at the Throners. What's the terrible nonsense we're getting into this year, John? The nominees are Ed Sheeran Sings in Dragonstone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sam cleans the chamber pots at the Citadel in Dragonstone. Yeah, that was terrible. Cersei tortures Illyria and Tyne Sand in the Queen's Justice. Viserion is turned into an ice dragon by the Night King in Beyond the Wall. The wall comes down in The Dragon and the Wolf. Sam performs a scale ectonomy on Jorah in Stormborn. Viserion is killed with an ice javelin in Beyond the Wall. And Drogon instantly turns countless Lannister red shirts into ash in the spoils of war. Hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. So I don't think it's going to be Ed Sheeran, but man, <laughs> if I'm wrong, that's great. That would be, uh, yeah. that'd be so wonderful. What a, I what a surprise. that the audience uh, has not demonstrated a sense of humor for the Ed Sheeran based on his performance in the previous category he was in. So I don't think, although they might have hated Ed Sheeran so much that they vote for him here. I think that the Academy and the voters take this too seriously to vote for Ed Sheeran. I, I will take credit, though, that I did add Ed Sheeran sings to the list of nominees for a uh, soul-crushingly awful moment of the season. Take a bow. Take a bow, Rob. That was good. That was good. That was really great. Um, all right. Then this has to be this has to be something. Uh, I mean, I think that, you know, sane people would probably vote for the scalectomy or the chamber bot montage if there weren't some other good candidates here. Mm-hmm. Like Sam was at the heart of two of like the just like most outright disgusting things that we saw. So it was soul crushingly awful. But I don't think that it overrides the soul-crushingly awful stuff that happened at the wall. Um, so it's a three-headed, it's a, it's a dragon three-dragon three heads, race. Yeah. Yes, it's a three-dragon race once again for me, where it's either it's the wall coming down, or it's Viserion's death, or it's Viserion's resurrection. Uh, all three involving Viserion. I just don't know where to go with it completely. What do you think? First of all, do you agree with that? Do you think that, it, that we're locked into the three? I agree with everything that you've said, and I don't have any indecision about what the pick is for me. Interesting. Okay. And I'll, I'll come out and say, I think it's uh, Viserion turned into an ice dragon by the Night's King. That is... Okay. That, or Night King. Night King. Uh, and Night that King. is the uh, pick for me. I think that him being killed by the ice javelin was bad. I mean, my concern is, did the being killed by the ice javelin and waking up as an ice dragon cannibalize each other? Were those two right. close to one another? That's possible, and that might make the wall coming down be the ultimate spoiler here. But I'll still say Viserion being turned into an ice dragon. I think that that was the moment that left people shook that night. I think that it was the pump up moment, though. Like that was like, yeah, it was terrible. And yeah, that's terrifying. But it's also like, oh, snap, White Walkers have a dragon. And now we're going to see an ice dragon on the show. So like you're pumped about that. I feel like you're excited about that. I think watching Viserion die, that is more of the soul crushingly awful moment. But 
you're talking about the cannibalization here in the uh, in the throner category. I even think that the moment itself, it loses, you know, some of its water cooler status because he gets brought back within the episode. Um, but I think I'm going to go with that. I still think I'm going to go with it. it's it's the death. It's the act of Viserion dying. Ooh, I the like first this. Time. We're on the opposite uh, sides of uh, you are on the death, the ice and I am on the resurrection of the ice dragon. And so obviously the wall is going to come down yes, and take yes. both of us out. Okay, yes. let's do it. You and I are like Tormund and Beric standing yes. <laughs> up there, <laughs> yeah. waiting for the Night King to come in and destroy us. You're going to have to live. wait until 2019 to find out if you and I survived, Rob. And the winner is. Viserion is killed with an ice javelin yeah. and beyond the wall. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, nice javelin is more like it. Thrilled with that. Happy about that. Well done. All right. What's the percent? What's the breakdown? Yeah, so I'd be curious. Viserion killed gets 37% of the vote. Sam cleans the chamber pots is in second. With- oh, <laughs> <laughs> with fourteen percent of People the vote, didn't like that. No, I'm I'm happy that at least I've got some re- recognition. Uh, good, very happy for Sam. That's great. And as you guys suspected, Viserion turned into an ice dragon by the Night King. Came in third with twelve percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wall wasn't even in the top five. Whoa. The wall coming down wasn't in the top five. It only got seven percent with forty-eight total votes. What about wow. Ed Sheeran sings? Ed Sheeran sings beat it out with ten percent and seventy-two votes. Okay. okay. I mean, it was not great, uh, so, so, that, so that's good. 72 votes as opposed to Benjen and Thoros' one apiece, I think, is, uh, is fair. Is fair mm-hmm. there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Did you see Ed Sheeran recently said he thought that his character died, Josh? Did he what? say that? What, did he, what, yes. what was his logic behind that? I think he just felt like that between uh, the loot train and everything going on, he thought that his character didn't make it. Uh, did he say that he thought he'd gotten Aryad or no? He didn't think that much. He, I don't think he said that. I think that he just basically was like, this was a horrible experience being on Game of Thrones. The <laughs> internet is awful. Yeah. Don't even think about writing me back into the show. The yeah, first actor enough. to write themselves off of the yes. show. Yes. Nope, I think my character died. <laughs> yep. like, but we want you back next season. Nope. You need to sing a song. Nope, yes. he was dead. Dead the whole time. Can we turn you into a zombie nope. to sing a song? Nope. Oh. <laughs> zombie Sheeran would be a contender in the Hodor Award next year. Yes, and his face was destroyed, so Arya can't steal it. And then become a uh, version of the ghost of Ed Sheeran. Goodbye, Lord Sheeran. Now for the Purple Kelly Award for the most invisible edit, (laughs) your nominees are Melisandre, Mira Reed, Bran Stark, Grey Worm, Hot Pie, Varys, Lyanna Mormont, Dolores Ed, Missandei, Kyburn, and Yara Greyjoy. <laughs> I don't know why Kyburn cracks me up. Like, what is that guy even doing? Making crossbows? That's it. It's all yeah. you got snickering in the background. Yeah, and he had the poison. Yeah, yeah. This guy's no Littlefinger, man. No Support, replacement level Littlefinger. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't think he's invisible enough to to be really in the mix here. You're correct. Uh, hot pie. It's like it's just like we're lucky to have hot pie at all. Yeah. Dolores Ed Sheeran, is he in the mix for you? <laughs> I don't Second think most anybody, popular Ed on the season. I don't think that anybody cares enough about uh, about the Ed of the Night's Watch to have him in the Somebody mix does. here. Somebody does. 
Uh, Grey Worm and Missande, I think, are out of the running because for a time they were very visible, highly visible. Mm-hmm. Like that, it, there was a scene where they were the most visible characters. Of the they season. had a visibility spike. Yes. <laughs> well, we're not sure. We're not yeah. sure. We, you know, we still have to talk that through. Um, man, uh, I'm kind of I'm uh, Liana Mormon. Actually, maybe um, makes sense to me because she was like the breakout character last year. I think she even won a breakout award last year. Uh, if I'm remembering that right. Mm-hmm. And she had like nothing to do this year. Like she got mad at John in one scene and that was it. I think not John Reed, John Snow. Um, so I'm going to, I'll go with Liana. I'll go with Liana Mormont. Like, I think it's like a high to low. I think people were, were really high on Liana Mormont. And then the lady of bear Island had nothing to do uh, in season seven. So I think she's going to be uh, what happened. She's very invisible this year. Okay, I'll go with somebody who's a little bit more of a mainstay. I've always been a big Littlefinger guy, but in addition to Littlefinger, I've also been a big Varys guy. I feel like yes. that Varys was very underserved and really has been for about three seasons on the show. So I will go with underserved Varys as the award for the Purple Kelly Invisible Edit. Interesting. I feel like he had some moments this year, but maybe not enough to appease people. Like He, had, he has that great scene with Daenerys. Uh, in the at the top of the second episode, he has a really good scene with Melisandre where it seems like we're getting uh, confirmation that Varys might not make it out of this thing alive. He does have a good or a good scene or two, maybe even with Tyrion. So, like, did he have a story? Uh, like, did he have anything going really. on this season? Not really. He's kind of without a story. And I also think that the fact that he didn't get uh, a final moment with Littlefinger, like, I also think that that just is crummy. Mm. Um, I could see it. I could see it. I'm going to hold at Liana Mormont, but I wouldn't be stunned if you were right. And the throner goes to Varys. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. Nicely done. It wasn't Nicely even done, close. 34%. It wasn't even close. No. Uh, Varys had 34%. Bran had 17%. And Liana oh. had 9.5%. Wow. Whoa. Okay. So that's some big drop-offs. Um, all right. Well, people love their Varys. I get it. I appreciate that. I love Varys, too. I hope we get some more Varys in the final season. I, I think so. that we'll, we'll probably get a very compelling Varys death scene in the final season, unfortunately. So I'm sure that Varys we're going to be... Yeah, it varies compelling. Yeah, yeah. Your mileage may vary. Is the <laughs> I believe that's a meme somewhere. All right, here we are. The big awards are on the horizon. What's next, John? The next award is the Where in the Seven Hells Did You Go Award for characters who decided not to show up at all this season. Yes, highly contested. Yes, I'm sure. And the nominees are Dario Naharis. <laughs> Edmure Tully. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost. Okay. Or Jagenagar. Yes. And Robert Sweet Robin Aaron. <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, this is Ghost and it's not close. Yeah, this has I to would be have Ghost. To say that. There, like, we could we could yara yara through this. Well, this has to be well, Ghost. Why don't we get into really? the percentages then? Okay, so right. did did Ghost get over fifty percent of the vote? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, Ghost yeah, yeah. get over sixty percent of the vote? No, I don't know that he's going to he's going to break it that far. But I think I, I would bet that Ghost is going to be the highest percent percentage getter of any category. Like there's okay. just no competition. Well, here. there's but, no competition. OK, here. so so are, are you over or under 55 percent? I'll say over over I 55, think, but over uh, or I'll under say, 60. Uh, I'll go with under I'll okay. go, that sweet spot. Uh, you want to have the divide? I'll say it's over 60. 
Oh, God. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Let's okay, do so it. we're both in on Ghost. If it's over 60% of the vote, I'll, I'll get ahead. the point. And if okay. it's under 60% of the vote, you get the point. Okay, fair enough. Let's do it. With just, but it's definitely Ghost, right? Like, this is Ghost. Now, now we're just waiting on the percentage point. Okay. With 74% of yeah. the... Wow! You were too low. It's Ghost. Oh, my God. All right. I was willing. <laughs> I would have gone over 80. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. I should have pushed that up a little bit. Yeah. That's stupid of me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, of course it's Ghost. Like, no one's asking, where is Sweet Robin? Everyone, you know... <laughs> Actually... <laughs> 59 people are asking, where is Sweet Robin? Right. Where's Edmure Tully? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to have Sweet Robin in that scene where Littlefinger dies, right? Like, make yes. the Batman Bring him fly. In. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, to, ha- to have had him to be a fly on the wall at the very least would have been, would have been great. Yeah. Um, how, who was asking about Edmure Tully? Anyone? Yes. Uh, 6.64% of the voters were looking for Edmure Tully. That is... 49 uh, sorry 49 people yeah wow but he's the lowest right no whoa <laughs> jagan hagar <laughs> got 31 he could have been there he could have been <laughs> yeah, anybody you don't know yeah, exactly. yeah so no one's like wondering because he's always here he was aria the whole time he was aria the whole Josh, time it makes will a lot we of see sense sweet robin again the rest of the way um or is that a rap on sweet robin well, what's really the story with the veil now, right? Like, what's happening with the veil now that Littlefinger is gone? Mm-hmm. Will the will the veil pledge for Sansa? Will Sansa have to like marry into the veil? Like, would she have to like marry Sweet Robin? Because I've watched like YouTube videos. I believe Preston Jacobs is the YouTuber who has made a video that Sweet Robin is like the key to everything. Hmm. That sucks. Season seven stands to differ. Wow, that sucks if that's true. Sweet He'll Robin sit is the Iron Throne next season. <laughs> oh yeah. God! Oh God! Well, this is this is usually Gendry's turf. This category, I no. feel like, but you know he's ineligible this year, so that's nice. Good for good for you, Ghost. Although I hate that you have to be a candidate for this. It sucks. There was an episode this season called "The Dragon and the Wolf." We had a Nymeria sighting. The wolf wasn't even there. Yeah. Will Ghost get along? with Drogon and Rhaegal. Yeah, they're going to be like really craving that like third. Like they need yeah, to the have Yeah, Dragon like, has three heads. That's right. Right, right, right. <laughs> or so Ghost like, is actually the third dragon rider, maybe. Oh, oh damn. Damn. Dire Wolf oh riding a dragon? Okay, where Yo, do I sign I'm up? In. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I am in on that. <laughs> that sounds delightful. Uh, so Ghost wins this award. So uh, Unchained Melody from Ghost would be playing right now. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Dire Wolf. Jon Snow. Nymeria. <laughs> is also a wolf. That's it. That's the song. I love Ghost, the movie, not the Dire Wolf. The Dire Wolf I love as well, but Ghost, the movie, is just a stone cold classic. Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh everyone's getting out of their chairs and leaving we got to get this thing back on track maester reed get us back close the doors let's go red wedding and now for the winter come sooner award for the season eight storyline you're most excited to see all right and what are the what are the candidates? The nominees are Who Lives and Who Dies, hmm. Dragon versus Dragon, The Clegane Bowl, hmm. Cersei's Endgame, 
Brand finally doing something? The Night King death marching on the north. What's Tyrion up to? John learns the truth of his parentage. Who ends up on the throne? The return of Ghost and or Nymeria. And Arya and Sansa running Winterfell. Okay, no one cares about that. (laughs) Maybe coming into season seven, people cared about that. But stock dropped, stock dropped, Stark dropped. Uh, the Stark mark, the Stark mar- market, market correction has yeah, occurred. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, and Bran finally doing something in the same category. I think. Um, I think like because we've got like some broad uh, possibilities, like who ends up on the Iron Throne and who lives and who dies. I think that throws a wrench into things because like there is like this question now if we're going into the final season of Game of Thrones. So we're talking about finality. We're talking about like we will find out who is ruling over Westeros or if there even is a Westeros to rule over. And so I think I kind of want to go broad in that sense. And I think that the broadest one to go with would be who lives and who dies. And I think that that is something that people are pretty stoked to see. So I'm going to, I'll just come right out and say that that pie. Yeah. Stoked on some hot pie. Who's stoked on hot pie. Uh, So I think who lives, who dies is going to get this one. See, I would go the exact opposite. I feel like that's too broad, too general. People want micro, very specific. And I don't think that there's anything that is more specific than Clegane Bowl. An exact moment people are... (laughs) literally hyped about so yeah. i will say that the thing that people are most excited for is clegane ball yeah i would say like if you were asking me specifically and like my vote was the only vote that counted then the clegane no, ball we are be all josh category. wiggler yeah maybe 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 everyone's as hyped as i am because i am hyped mega hype as uh the great terry schwartz would say um Okay. Uh, look, if you're right, I'll be thrilled. I'll be thrilled that people are as pumped up about the Clegane Bowl as, uh, as I am. Let's hear it. Let's find out. The winner of the throner is John, learning the truth of his parentage. Uh, really? Really? What's he going to really? say? What's he going to say? He's like, oh, man. He's probably going to say, really? Like something you could have told me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I mean, I just feel like like I, I do feel like there's been like some squandering of this reveal just because like it's been like so dragged out that John learning about it at this point. It's kind of just like, all right, great. Finally, let's move on. Like if that's not done in like the first episode of the season, it's going to be frustrating. It's like, isn't the um, important thing us learning of his parentage that already happened? We already know. Yeah. And we already knew before we learned it again. <laughs> yeah. That was actually pretty far and ahead with 22% in a big category. Um, who lives and who dies does come in second with 15% okay. and the Clegane Bowl in third with 13%. And then we have a bunch hovering around 10%. Dragon versus Dragon, who ends up on the throne? The Night King death marching on What's the dead north. What's Deadlast? Deadlast is Ari and Sansa running <laughs> yeah. one of them. That sucks. I love both of those characters so much. I just think that, you know, they were just kind of... Uh, I don't think that they regressed, as the great Humby said for Sansa, but I do think that they just like kind of spun their wheels. You know, it was just a lot of wheel spinning with these characters. Yeah. Only three awards left. The big ones, right? Some would say the most important three. 
Oh, wow. Or the least important three, because the next award is the Burn Them With Fire Award for the season's least valuable player. All right. And th- these two, we're at LVP and MVP, right? And that's like basically everybody is eligible. Everybody so is eligible. Yeah, so it's not even worth going through the nominees. Uh, anyone who is on season seven of Game of Thrones is in the mix for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could read the three pages of nominees if you like. <laughs> no, we're all right. We're good. Well, we're good. Uh, can I take a crack at it? I think that we can get through them quickly. Yeah, let's do it. All right. And these are the same nominees for MVP and LVP. That is the same list of people that you were able to vote for for both categories. Okay? Okay. Okay. The nominees are Archmaester Ebros, Arya Stark, Beric Dondarrion, Bran Stark, Brienne of Tarth, Bronn of the Blackwater, Cersei Lannister, Daenerys, Davos, Drogon, Hilaria Sand, Euron Greyjoy, Gendry, Gilly, Grey Worm, Hot Pie, Jamie Lannister, Jon Snow, aka Aegon Targaryen, Jorah Mormont, Littlefinger, Mira Reed, Melisandra, Missande, The Mountain, The Night King, Nymeria, Olena Tyrell, Podrick Payne, Kyburn, Dickon Tarly, Randall Tarly, <laughs> Samwell Tarly, Sansa Stark, Sandor Clegane, aka the Hound, Theon Greyjoy, Thoris of Mir, Tormund Giantsbane, Tyrion Lannister, Varys, and Viserion. Wow, good job. Um, Ed Sheeran did not make the cut. He did not make the cut. He did not make the cut. All right, LVP is where we're going first. Yeah, are people like so mad at the Starks? That the Starks are going to be no, like the... they'd be mad at Littlefinger. Ooh. So this is where Littlefinger gets his final shot at a throner is by... Like, it's it, it's just insult to injury at this point. Mm-hmm. We're just like, we're really going to shove him through the moon door? Yeah. That's your that's your bet? Uh, I don't know. I got to think it through in terms of it being Littlefinger. I mean, what did people complain about this season? I feel like it was mostly in the north. I feel like it could be Bran. It could be Littlefinger. Mm, ooh, Bran. People hate Bran, <laughs> which sucks. So I really, I really love. I think Isaac Hef said right is the man. That guy's great. Um, hmm, but people really dislike Bran, and I think especially like emo Bran this year. I think people were not really feeling Doctor Branhatton as he called him, uh, and as the internet called him as well. Uh, I think that that's a good call. I think that I, I think I'm going to go with Bran. Okay. What about you? I will go, I'll have to go with Littlefinger. I wonder if people gave Littlefinger one final FU in his final season, if he ends up being the person. Because people like Arya and Sansa too much to give them an LVP. But on the way out the moon door, could people give Littlefinger an LVP? I'll go with Littlefinger. Who's your heart of hearts pick? Like, not the person who you actually think is going to get it, but the person who you would select as the LVP. For me, I do think it would be Arya Stark. Hilarious Sand. Hilarious Sand. That's what John uh, was Always up. for me. <laughs> always. <laughs> always Hilarious Sand. Oh, boy. I mean, that was really harsh about Arya. I take that back because she did have that great first scene. But yeah. man, just like towards the what end, about that Tyrion? was just so rough. Tyrion had really effed yeah. up a lot this year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he had a. You know what? That's a good point. Like he had a bad year. He had like, the he worst just, like, year, I think, out of anybody. Yeah, just like strategically, and then like he would open up to people, and people would be like, "Shut up, Tyrion!" Like it was just bad. It was not great for Tyrion. Mm-hmm. I think he's in um, the mix also. 
Yeah, he's in the hunt. Um, all right, well, let's let's get to it. So I'm I'm brand your little finger, John. Where, where are we even close? Yes, the winner of the Throner for the least valuable player of the season is Bran Stark. Oh, okay. you didn't see that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is my destiny is to lose the Throners. Um, all right, what's the percentage so, breakdown on on some of the top people? Yeah, Bran had seventeen percent. Um, Brand explain how that happened. Exactly. <laughs> Littlefinger did come in second with twelve percent. We were right there. And then to round out the top five, Thayan Greyjoy with eight point five percent, Illyria Sand with eight point one two percent, and Tyrion Lannister with six point nine percent. Yeah, yeah. People are, are who got zero know, losing, votes. A lot of people. Favor uh, only a few got zero votes. Tormund got zero votes. Oh, he just. Lady Elena stands. Lady Elena got zero votes. The Night King had a good season. He got zero votes, and Davos got zero. Votes. Okay, all right, my man, MVP, yeah. yeah. And for this season, the MVP. Oh yeah, what do you guys think the top five oh, are yeah, for yeah, this? Yeah. Okay, uh, so Jon Snow usually wins this one. I think he is the reigning champion two years running. Um, are people, I mean, like Jon Snow ends the season with us knowing that he is the heir to the Iron Throne. He, uh, did he have that he, great of a year though? I, I feel like it typically doesn't even matter. Like people just freaking love Jon Snow. Um, but who had a better, like Cersei, that would be great. If Cersei's the MVP, that would be really, really fun. Cause she had a fantastic season. Um, Beric Dondarrion would be great to have in the mix. I feel like this is a good season for the Hound as well. Although he has some LVP moments in the Beyond the Wall. Mm-hmm. He's throwing that rock and he's really the guy. Yeah. Mm, Cersei's a, an interesting pick, though. For me, it's between Cersei, John, and Danny. I think that John and Danny made a lot of mistakes along the way. I think it's Cersei. I think she gets villain of the year and yeah. MVP. You know, I think it's probably ultimately going to be Jon just because that's how this this award typically goes to Jon Snow. But I want to I want to try and will this into existence. So we're getting back on the same page. I'm going to throw my support behind Cersei as well. I thought that Lena Headey was uh, who's always, always freaking great on Game of Thrones. I thought she had a banner year, uh, raised the banners year. Uh, So I will I will join you. I will say Cersei as well. The winner of the MVP award is. Samuel Tarley. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? Oh my! Oh my! Oh How did my. that happen? Oh, oh wait, wait, no! I'm I'm actually being told oh I have my. the wrong card here. Oh, my. oh no! Aegon oh. Targaryen. Oh, John Snow won this award. Oh my! Oh <laughs> well, no! Oh my! Sam. Yeah, Sam. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, that was like when Bran thought that uh, John was still a bastard. I was like, no, 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 actually, no. Gilly said that the the award actually went to Jon Snow. Yep, Jon Snow yeah. is the winner for this year's MVP. Sorry, Sam, I, I read the card wrong. I didn't know who this That's Aegon right. guy was. Mm-hmm. Wow, Rob, you and I really thought that Lan uh, Lan Land was going to win it. But then uh, <laughs> they pulled that away, and it's, no. uh, it's Jon Snow. no. No. So Jon Snow, about three years running. Can you keep Jon it going? Jon Snow! <laughs> Jon Snow! Yeah. Jon Snow! Jon Snow! Jon Snow! Jon Snow! Wow. <laughs> what a night. 
Oh my god. Well, it's not over, what a right? Night like, king. So, yeah, what a night king. Oh my god. So, Good night. Strangely, in second place, uh, Drogon with 15% of the vote. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. That's good. You know, he had a great year. He, he, this is a great year for the dragons. And then Daenerys, the Night King, and Cersei all are hovering around 10% each. Okay. okay. Only one award left here at the Throners. The best episode of the year out of seven. Mm, okay. Let's hear it. And the Winner Die Award for the season's best episode, the nominees are Episode 1, Dragonstone. Episode 2, Stormborn. Episode 3, The Queen's Justice. Episode 4, The Spoils of War. Episode 5, Eastwatch. Episode 6, Beyond the Wall. And Episode 7, The Dragon and the Wolf. Josh, okay. in your rankings that you did for THR, what came in at number one? The Spoils of War. Uh, the Spoils of War for me is the only top ten episode of Game of Thrones from season seven. Uh, and I believe I have it as number 10 overall in all of the episodes of Game of Thrones in my in my full rankings. Um, and I think that's because that final scene is just so great. Will you like, update it is- that list on our rewatch? Yeah, of course. I think as we go, uh, I think it would be really fun to do. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll track that. Uh, I'll track that as we're watching the episodes. Um, but yeah, I think the spoils of war for me is the best episode of this season by a good amount. Just like seeing a dragon in Westeros for the first time was really riveting. And not, not even only that, like seeing Dothraki riding through Westeros was so super cool. It already won best battle. So it already kicked this thing off. I wonder if it'll close this thing out. Uh, but the finale, I think, also has potential here. I think the dragon and the wolf has the potential to be a contender here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in that episode that I think could boost it, and certainly recency bias as well. I think for the first time, though, I really do think that like the penultimate episode of the season is out of the running. Like typically, that is the that is the episode, uh, with the lone exception of season five, where like the surprise of season five is that you get the the penultimate scale one episode Grace earlier, scale. which is yeah, which is episode eight, which is hard home. Um, but typically that second to last episode of the season is almost always your best episode of the year. Uh, and I think, uh, very much not the case this year for me. Um, so I think beyond the wall is going to be completely out of it. Where are you at with everything right now? I think it's, uh, the season finale. I think it's the dragon and the wolf. I think it's fresh in people's minds and spoils of war is really good. I'm not disagreeing with your ranking, but I think that the one that's going to be in people's minds is the finale. I agree. I think that's right. I think it's going to be the finale too. And the winner for the best episode of season seven of game of thrones is episode four. Oh, I told you about it. Wow. Oh, man. With 50% of the vote. Whoa, that's big. The spoiler of war. Yeah, what was two? Number two is the finale, The Dragon and the Wolf okay. with 21%, and Beyond the Wall is in six with 15%. Well, I was going to say, what do you, Josh, what do you think is the is in last place? Eastwatch, I would guess. I'm going to guess, like, uh, I'm going to guess Stormborn. Yeah, one of those two is fine. Those are the bottom two. They, yeah, uh, yeah. Eastwatch has 14 votes and Stormborn has 20 votes with one and 2%. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, it's better to be, you know, not good than to be forgettable. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Okay. Um, all right. Well, hey, uh, that's uh, that's validating that people really like the spoils of war. Feels like I got my fingers on the pulse here, Rob. 
even if I got it wrong. Um, cool. That's great. It's a good episode. That's a really good episode of Game of Thrones. I think that is the best episode of the season for sure. All right. Wow. What a fantastic Throner Awards, the fourth annual Throner Awards. Uh, first, uh, big thanks to our MC, John Reed. Uh, great uh, job on everything tonight. It was a pleasure to be here and witness this in person. Yes. Uh, John, if people want to hear more about what you're doing, uh, how do people find your podcast? You can head over to nerdrotic.com or to facebook.com slash nerdrotic podcast. All the information will be there. All of our shows are there. Or you can check us out on YouTube or the Nerdrotic channel on YouTube. Yes. Of course, uh, thanks so much to all of our voters and everybody in the Academy of Throners. We do appreciate your support uh, year in and year out. And of course, to Kurt Clark, who put all this together. Yes. And then also uh, shout out to Alex Kidwell, who uh, did contribute to the ballad as well. Uh, Great job by Alex there uh, with everything, Josh. Very, very good stuff. Really, really great stuff. Uh, Man. Oh, my God. Another Throner is coming gone. Yes. Yes. But we're beginning our uh, rewatch, our re-East watch. Our rewatch has just begun. Yeah. No, this is great because normally we do the Throners and then it's dead silence on the Game Game of Thrones front until the show returns. And that was a really long off season between season six and season seven. There is no off season for us. We are running right back into it like Gendry. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to be so fast. Run, Gendry, run. Running right into it, right back into it. it. So uh, we are going to be back with the Game of Thrones premiere. Winter is coming, right? I believe that is the the episode title of the premiere. I believe that is right. That is correct. Winter is coming and winter was here. Okay, so there we go. So be on the lookout for that. Go to postshowrecaps.com slash G-O-T iTunes. And of course, uh, follow everything that Josh is writing all year round for The Hollywood Reporter by following Josh on Twitter. He is at Round Howard. Josh, anything else? Nothing else. Uh, just really pumped up about uh, about the the new Game of Thrones rewatch. I think is going to be super super fun, um, and very very excited to uh, have another Throners in the books. This was great. This was a, a ton of fun to come into this as a fan. First was really exciting for me. Okay, heading down to the after party of the Throners uh, once again. Can't wait to see everybody down there. Uh, where, where is the after party uh, this year, Josh? Well, I heard that the after party was at East Watch, but. Uh, uh, we may want to rethink that considering it just got destroyed. I don't know if we had a backup plan. I don't know if we had another place. Bonfires we on the beach, planning. guys. Bonfires on the Bonf- beach. <laughs> Bonfires on the frozen beaches. <laughs> yeah. Sam uh, is going to have a, a tough after party, I think. You know, he's been on the up and up DJ Sammy Slayer over these past couple of Throners, and I think that's surprise at the end. I think that's not Sorry, gonna, Sam. We're going to have yeah. very, very drunk DJ Sammy Slayer tonight. It's going to be tough to deal with. I'll watch him. I'll make sure he's okay. Okay. Everybody, drive safely. Have a great night. Take care. Bye. Hold the door. Want you to hold the door. Hold the door. I'll take you to a place where you can be. Hold the door. Eaten alive by zombies. I want you to hold the door. The best that, the best that you can.